Merritt Street, we're building a new morning show where our guiding principle is to always value your time. We'd love for you to join us. Be part of our community. Each morning will be packed full of news, information, advice, and a lot of fun. And we promise we'll never waste your time. I'm Dominique Soxa. I'm Fanchon Stinger. Join us for Morning on Merritt Street. 8 a.m. Eastern, 7 Central. Essential Television. Happy Wednesday, Secret Squad. I'm Robin McGraw, and I'm so excited to be in the studio with three guests for today's brand new episode of I've Got a Secret. I'm here with the absolutely amazing mother-daughter team of Your Hormone Balance. Candace Birch, Ryan Birch, and Jess Sukan. Your Hormone Balance is an online resource where you can order simple at-home hormone testing and receive all natural rebalancing guides with expert insights and comprehensive education. Their mission is to help women and men around the world get back in balance. These three women all bring their unique skills and expertise to the business, and together they are the perfect team to help the secret squad feel their best. This is the secret to getting back in balance. Yay! Yay! I'm so excited about this <laughs> podcast today because I'm sitting across from three amazing women who are the experts. So I want to get started, but I'm going to pretty much just let you ladies have the floor because it's so fun to have all of you in studio, not virtual. I'm so happy that you are actually sitting right here with me. So nice. <laughs> so Thank refreshing. Three-dimensional. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And what I'm seeing too is the confidence and the beauty of three women who truly know what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. So can you all first introduce yourselves and give a little explanation about your role at Your Hormone Balance? Absolutely. I'll start. I'm Ryan Birch, and I am the co-founder with along with my mom. She is the original founder. Uh, I would call myself, I suppose, a CEO as well. I handle sort of the business side, client side, uh, but I started this with my mom because she was a hormone health educator for many years, and she was director of education at ZRT Laboratory, one of the largest hormone testing labs in the country. And so my sister and I grew up hearing her talk incessantly about hormones, and <laughs> we did not care for you know those early years. And she had us late in life; she had me at forty-one. Oh wow! So she was hitting menopause and perimenopause yes. when we were really well. I, in particular, was very young, and so. She she was hitting the, you know the worst of her mood swings and the hot flashes when it was bad. when again I was in probably elementary school or maybe middle school at that point and and she'll she'll tell the story too but she she hated feeling like mean mommy and seeing the tears in our eyes and all these things so we went from that point to her realization oh this is a hormone imbalance I'm going through perimenopause there are things I can do to get a grip on this naturally. And completely changing her life, going and becoming, you know, eventually director of education at this lab, being mentored by some of the best experts in this space. And so then for the rest of, you know, our growing up and getting older, we heard more and more about hormones. And until Jess and I hit our 
I would say 20s are coming off, deciding to come off hormonal birth control, we weren't tuned into the conversation and mm-hmm. we didn't really care. And they ran we screaming were, from the room whenever we, the word came up. <laughs> yeah. At, din- at the dinner table, we'd be like, okay, <laughs> enough of the hormones. You know, It's but, not my hormones all the time, mom. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know, we yeah. also admired what she did because in her free time outside of her job, she was helping friends and family naturally rebalance their hormones. So we always believed and were amazed by her, but flash forward to, you know, now I'm in my late twenties, I've been doing business development for, uh, different businesses. And I, my mom had started this site, yourhormonebalance.com. And, but she didn't know how to get clients and she had a few, but she didn't know how to grow the business. Uh So, um, I started telling, you know, at the time, no one was really talking about hormone balance to women our age. Uh-huh. And I started pitching her to podcasts and started getting this momentum. And we grew a business around that, I would say. So I, um, long story short, uh, that's sort of my role has been building this business, managing the business client side. Um, and then these two are the hormone and health experts. Then we each bring a different skill set, really. I have I to say it. one thing. I think Ryan is the conscience of the company because she makes sure that everybody gets every nuance is addressed. With you our know, clients. With our clients, that we don't leave people hanging, you oh. know, with un answered questions because that's without the problem. Her. She is yeah. the captain yes. of the yeah. ship. She knows yeah. the importance right. of getting that message yeah. out there mm-hmm. because she's grown up listening to how important what both of you have to say is, and she's the brains behind getting the important message out there. So mm-hmm. welcome. I'm oh, so yay. glad you're here. Yeah, yeah we need you. the young, we need our younger generation to, to, you know, actually Ryan and Jess were the ones that said, mom, you need to talk to people our age yes. too, not just to menopausal women, which was, you know, has been my focus because I'm in menopause myself, obviously. And, and I think the the impact on them was that they they did suffer my mood swings and my yes. you know I was having hot flash every twenty minutes a mood swing in between I would scream and yell at them if everyone was freezing in the house because the windows yes. were all open yes. I'd say put on a sweater <laughs> yes. what's yes. your problem you know and well, I was yes. I just realized one day I was scaring them yes. I was scaring my children yes. you know Ryan was talking about tears in their eyes I she was three I looked at her one time and she had tears in her eyes and I just thought oh my god yeah. I've got to get a handle on this. Yes. Well, I love that she says she's in her 20s, but... Not really. You're in... Well, I think you're... I'm 33 now, but when I was in now? my but, late 20s but, is when yeah. I started. Yeah. Exactly. It's when yeah. you started. Yeah. But I can remember trying to impress upon young women in their 20s, mm-hmm. please hear me. You're not too young to start paying attention Absolutely. to your body. Yeah to your hormones. You're not too young. Yeah. And they would look at me like, oh, come on. This isn't going to happen till I'm in my 40s. And I'd say, no, no, no. And it's not that I'm an expert at it. It's just that I did so much research on yeah. my own body that I learned, whoa, that's why 10 years ago I felt like this. Exactly. 10 years ago I felt like that. And that's why, oh, I remember this and I remember that. So during my childbearing years, I had my first son when I was 26, mm-hmm. I can remember certain things that I thought, oh, now I understand why after I had my first child, then after I had my second child in my low 30s. 
So yes, I think it's very important that women in their 20s listen to this podcast and 30s. So mm-hmm. I and won't interrupt again. So no, the hormonal no. birth control thing is a huge piece of that too. Oh, yeah. Yes. Coming off, needing to come off. And, and yes. now it, it seemed to me that during COVID and the lockdown and people being isolated, that people started putting more attention on the objects of their daily neglect, you know? Yes. It sort of got to be self-care became more you're not selfish to be yes. and you you said that I've long ago that. you've yes. always said that and i think people started becoming more aware and we have been doing a great job of opening up the the conversation to younger women because you know you may be 27 now and um but we're, you're going to be 35 45 who are you all the ages that you're going to be hopefully living a life that is, has a healthy i'm not so concerned about lifespan as as much as health span how many yes. years we spend years of health and that this is so crucial and i talk to women all the time since the girls with their social media skills opened this topic up to to women their age I am amazed at the women I talk to who have the same symptoms as women in menopause. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, young women with no libido, with, you know, horrible, um, horrible, t- I mean, one should never have a horrible, painful period. And people just accept. I always say people become their symptoms. So our the testing we do is such a great tool because people can collect their saliva at home at the right time of the cycle. It's non-invasive. They send it into a lab. Um, ZRT is the lab we use. And it's analyzed so that we can not only identify these hormone imbalances, you know, we're looking at lows, highs, but then we're identifying this is an imbalance that is correlating with the way you're feeling. Oh, I love There's it. a reason why you feel this way. There's a reason why you're up at night in the middle of the night with the refrigerator open and you're starving and you're not sleeping because you're hardwired to be hungry and not sleeping because your stress hormones are off. Let's have a look and see what can we do about that. I mean, it's it's a revelation. Most people, like you just said, say to me, I wish I'd known this 10 years ago. Exactly. I wish I'd known this 20 years ago. I wish I'd known this before I got a hysterectomy yes. or before I couldn't, you know, before I was on birth control for 35 years. So Jess, when did you join your mother's company? Yeah. Well, so I kind of came at it from a different direction. I had actually been a pretty crazy yo-yo dieter for over a decade. And I mean, they can tell you I became pretty miserable to be around sometimes because I was, I don't know if everyone's heard the term term orthorexic, but it's the obsession with the need to eat perfectly. Mm -hmm. So anytime you veer off of your diet or what's on the plan, you freak out. Mm -hmm. So like being at a restaurant where I couldn't track all the calories or know exactly what I was getting, I would just have these meltdowns. And um, I was really uptight and just, you know, upset with myself and my body for not doing what I wanted it to do. And I yo-yoed up and down about 40 pounds, up to 45 at my heaviest, and then lost 40 and then gained it and would never could never get off of that cycle until um, I decided to make a change for myself. And I was working in a very stressful career at the time. I developed these debilitating migraine headaches. Um, and I really had to take a look at, okay, you've been yo-yo dieting for 10 plus years. You're now having these horrible migraines. 
And I was sent in and out of doctor's offices who kept prescribing me prescription drugs and it wasn't getting to the root and I wasn't getting better. And I finally just said, you know what? I'm going to channel my mom. I'm going to go back to what she would have told me and I'm going to investigate why is this happening and really get to the root. And so Mm -hmm. I did that through, you know, realizing that food truly is medicine, that stress can have a huge impact on, you know, how your body manifests as, you know, whether that's headaches or painful periods or weight gain and became very obsessed and passionate because I was able to cure my migraines and I was able to jump off of the yo-yo that I had been on for 10 years and maintain my weight. And I decided, you know what, I want to help other women do the same and feel confident and trust their bodies. And to your point about, um, you know, you learn to listen to your body. Mm-hmm. Uh, so many women don't listen to their bodies. They just listen to what diet books say or what influencers are telling them to do. And so I just really got more in tune with my body. And I went back to the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. I became a holistic health coach. And at that time, my mom was kind of transitioning into, you know, starting her practice with my sister. And so it just kind of fit and made sense that once people test their hormones, uh, maybe they want to speak to a health coach who can take this complex information and help break it down and provide insights and tips and tools. And really my whole thing is not about restriction. It's about abundance, but bringing in more of what makes you feel good so that naturally what doesn't make you feel so good falls away and helping people just take tangible steps in the direction that they want to go versus trying to do everything overnight. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to nutrition and movement and self-love and um, yeah, and just understanding, you know, maybe how to supplement correctly for your unique body. And so that's really how it happened. And now it's this very amazing partnership that we have. I have my own clients separate from Your Hormone Balance, but a lot of my clients come from Your Hormone Balance. They've Uh tested their hormones and now they, you know, want support from me. And then Ryan and I started our own podcast. um, And, (laughs) you know, we now have a course through Your Hormone Balance. And so we all work together pretty much every day. She doesn't live in LA. My mom lives in Oregon. We both live in LA. So it truly is a dream come true that we get to work together and we get along so well. And I've learned so much from my mom and also from my sisters. I just love that. Also, I love your trio of information because Mm -hmm. it's so important that you all three need to work together, in my opinion. We need each other. You need each other so (laughs) much because... And I really, truly have body chills right now. Because truly, in my opinion, hormones play a part in everything, and men and women, in every aspect of your life. And that's why I get on a soapbox, really, about hormone balance. Oh, yeah. And do you agree with this one statement? Because it's probably the basis of why I enjoy talking about hormone balance with so many women. And it's a very simple statement, but... I always say you don't know you're hormonally imbalanced until your hormones are balanced. Ah, right. Uh huh. I love that because a woman can be have her can be hormonally imbalanced, and her life is rocking along, and she is crying at the weirdest things, or she's <laughs> snapping at her husband when she yeah. really doesn't want to. Goes, oh, I wish I really, I shouldn't have snapped at him like that. He's so precious. He's so sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or she snaps at her children, or she snaps at herself. She's upset with herself. Mm-hmm. Or her day just doesn't, her life is not going like she really 
deep down inside knows it could be different. It could go differently. Yeah. She could have more joy in her life Mm -hmm. because that's who she really is deep down inside. And she just doesn't understand why she can't get it on track. Mm -hmm. I think most women suspect that there's something wrong because they, they'll they always say to me, this isn't me. Exactly. This, this isn't the person I want to be. And yet I go to, I've gone to my doctor and he says, this is, you know, this is, you're in menopause or, you know, you, you're just, this is with older women, especially women in menopause, have a, have a, a Prozac, you know, you're just depressed. Yeah. And you yeah. mentioned having, yeah. that was one of the first things you were yeah. given. Most stack of synthetic hormones in the yeah. Prozac on top. And I'm women like, say to me, but I'm not depressed. I'm not depressed. I'm not depressed. I know it's not that. And there's nothing wrong with taking Prozac if you need it. But yeah. I know I, I didn't, I, how did she know I needed it is what. You weren't asking what, for it. Yeah. I wasn't asking for it. Yeah. And, and she had just drawn my blood. She had, hadn't even read my blood yet. Yeah. That was my first visit. That's, I was like, how do you even know I need crazy. this? That's also, guessing. That's yeah. guessing. Also what you were saying about you don't know that you're out of balance until you're in balance. I can relate to that so much because I think when people start to feel better, when they have better energy levels and their mood is stable and they just feel good, it's magic because it's they magic. don't they never felt that way before. Some yes. people have never felt that way before. That's right. You know, their whole adult life they've felt kind of crappy. And so once you feel that way, it's like, oh wow, I must have oh. been really out of balance. Yeah. Wow. I often say to women, you don't know how good you could be feeling. You That's may not right. even remember how good you That's used to right. feel or could be. That's right. I remember going to a doctor when we moved here and he was a natural pathic doctor. And so he drew my blood and was gonna check my levels and when I went back in, he said, you know, I ran your hormonal panel and there's no way you could be 48. Your your uh, levels are so great. They're, you're so healthy. Hmm. Like, there's just no way. You have so much energy. I felt it when you walked in the room the first time you mm. have so much energy. I said, mm-hmm. well, that's because my hormones are level. Mm-hmm. You know, you can see it right there on the paperwork. Mm-hmm. He said, wow, it's amazing. He's a doctor. Even he couldn't even believe it. Mm-hmm. He said, it's amazing how well you feel when your hormones are level. Yeah, and you're t- you take really good care of yourself. So I thought, why are you so surprised? Yeah, that should be normal. It should be normal. And how many people have we tested whose levels are normal? Very few. Very few. I mean, yeah. there's always, and all of us, there's always some stress in everyone's life. There's yes. going to be maybe some sort of an imbalance. But it, as my mom always says, it's the extent to which your hormones are out of balance that can be prevented. You know, it doesn't need to be severe. That's right. And your symptoms are the first clue. And so. You know, that's why our mission really leads with helping people understand the signs and symptoms of hidden hormone imbalance. If you know the symptoms, you can flag it for yourself. But then the next challenge becomes, (laughs) you know, obviously we all need doctors, but depending on the doctor that you work with, you can be sent in a completely different direction because perhaps they give you a standard blood test. Everything comes back quote unquote normal, which we hear Uh, all the uh, time because standard blood tests are measuring total hormone levels, not the bioavailable active hormone levels that are most closely associated with how you feel with the symptoms that you're experiencing. Hmm. So women always often come to us saying, well, but my hormone results were normal, but I know that I'm not mm-hmm. feeling normal. And so it's I, like, this, this, so, this. So many, yeah, this, this, this happening. And so, so many women are then like, okay, well, I guess it's not hormonal. So I don't know what it is. Now I'm going to explore all these other things when all the while, if you had taken a different test, yes. you've done a saliva test, for example, which is so easy to do, then you would see, oh no, there are these very clear imbalances. And what we do so well is helping people understand how their top symptoms connect, connecting the dots yes. between your levels and the symptoms. And then of course, most importantly, what you can do about it. And then this, you know, the second part of that is that 
helping women feel confident speaking to any doctor or any practitioner. They come in and be like, no, you know, I actually understand the role of estrogen and progesterone or I understand cortisol and I know that I don't need that or being confident, being able to stand up for yourself. And so many women don't have that skill or ability because so few people talk about this. That is so true. You were mentioning bioidenticals. I'm sure that in your world of learning about yourself and you've probably insisted on them. Oh, yes. And that's what I always tell women. Insist. You know, and how I found the the right doctor for me is I went to a pharmacy that compounded bioidenticals. Mm-hmm. Great said, resource. Who are the doctors yeah. that send their patients yes. here Very to good. fill their prescriptions? Yeah. And that's and he gave me the list, like five doctors that would send them to that pharmacy to fill their prescriptions. Mm-hmm. And I went and visited those five doctors Ooh. and picked the one I wanted. That, that was, was that I always yep. that is one of the best resources for finding. Also if your you know, listeners need to find someone to work with, um, we can start them off. But oh, then with that. ongoing care, yeah. the IFM, Institute of Functional Medicine.org, has a physician referral, the compounding pharmacy, if you have one in your area, because some people don't. Exactly. There's some people live in the sticks and yep. they've got nobody. Yep. Um, and um, what's the other one? ZRT Lab actually has a great physician yep. provider, you know, providers that are savvy, that they, uh-huh. functional medicine people, integrative medicine people, people who say that we will get to the root of this. We will test, the, do the right tests and set you on the road. There's, there's just absolutely, there's just, you know, these imbalances are hidden and mm-hmm. many of the symptoms are silent. There are many symptoms that aren't as dramatic as hot flashes and night sweats that are so you know, remarkably, we get it then. Mm -hmm. But there are other symptoms like just being tired all the time or not being able to fall asleep or stay asleep or having a low libido, even though you're madly in love with your partner. And, you know, or I've talked to so many women that are about to get married and they have no libido and they're terrified. Yep. Um, You know, all of these things that are that seem to be, and some people just become their symptoms. Like, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm just bitchy. I'm just <laughs> tired. I'm just, it's exactly. just the way I am. I'm PMSing. Okay. Way. Well, but we have PMS. 30 days a month. <laughs> exactly. So let's go through the five hormones that you identify as master hormones. I'd love our female listeners to feel knowledgeable about what's going on in their bodies. Well, the five hormones you're talking about are the five hormones we test, actually. The fe- the master female hormones are estrogen and progesterone. And we also measure the balance between those two because that is a crucial balance. Pro- estrogen is the, you know, it's it's the female hormone. It's the hormone that made us female. It grew all our organs, uh, our breasts, our ovaries, our uterus, it, our curves, you know, that's all estrogen. Um and it's, but estrogen is a very potent growth hormone. As I'm saying, it grew all these things. So it grew, grows the lining of the endometrium, the uterine lining that we shed as a period. It grows that egg in the ovary when, during the cycle. So it's all about growth. Now we know growth has to be controlled. Growth out of hand becomes a problem. Mm-hmm. So um, estrogen's partner is progesterone which is little and it's progesterone is really a remarkable hormone and it is the great balancer and it is absolutely essential in in essence i mean in in partnership with estrogen and i always warn women never take estrogen on its own if if you're given estrogen alone that's not the right setup what we're trying to do is duplicate physiology so estrogen is is highest in the first half of the cycle growing that egg growing the lining and then it's progesterone that comes in second half of the cycle upon ovulation to say okay was there a fertilized egg here 
fertilized egg, let's get feather the nest and get things ready and support that pregnancy. Progesterone is crucial in the first 12 months. No, no egg, no fertilized egg, let's shed. And then progesterone is the hormone that gives the signal it's time for a to have a period. And that balance is absolutely key because without it, what we see, and we see a lot of low progesterone. Why? Because many women are not ovulating. There are so many disruptions and reasons for ovulation to be disrupted. We can talk about that, but stress and xenoestrogens and, you know, chemicals and so many, so many hormonal birth control, HRT, and just constant stress and our exposure to all these chemicals in the environment that weren't here 50 years ago. Under eating. Under Yo-yo eating, dieting, yeah, big ones. Yes. exactly. So then there's uh, testosterone and and DHEA. We test those that are called the androgens. Andro is male in Greek, um, so they call them. But women have the androgens as well. We have testosterone. We have DHEA, just in differing amounts. Men do have more. So accounting for their heavier bones, heavier muscles, hair, you know, hair growth, etc. But women need testosterone and DHEA, its precursor. DHEA is the hormone that is actually at the top of the cascade that creates a lot of hormones, but it first goes to testosterone and then to estrogen. But anyway, testosterone for us, it's not just about sex drive, ladies, and it's important, but I mean, it's huge, but it's also about our structure, our stamina, our bones, our brain, our cognition. Can you focus? Can you concentrate? Can you remember things? Can you? Pre- That's all testosterone. And, you know, there, there's so many, so there's, it's beyond, you know, sex drive, it's beyond libido, but if those levels are low, yeah, you're going to have a lot of symptoms of weakness. You carry in the groceries, your muscles are hurting. You're not recovering from exercise. You don't even feel like exercising. You may even not have lost your enthusiasm. There's something about testosterone and DHEA. They, they give you that, ze- that zest yeah. for living. You know, I have actually a naturally very high testosterone level. Oh, really? I do not supplement testosterone mm. even yet. Okay. Because if I do... It's too much. It's too much. I think it's too much for most women to yeah. be supplementing mm-hmm. with testosterone. One time a doctor tried, to, oh no, you must supplement. And so I no, I really know I don't need to. My mm. levels are naturally very high, mm-hmm. but okay, I'll try it. Oh my gosh. I probably put on eight pounds oh, wow. over a slow period, not like immediately, but All in I the was, middle. yes. And I was just like, hyper edgy and, and uh my hair started thinning mm-hmm. yeah and dhea was a big cause of that as well so you have mm-hmm. to really know your body because the testosterone mm-hmm. the dhea was also converting to testosterone yeah in my body. and it does mm-hmm. primarily in women so yeah. it can be a real issue it has to be many, what we call goldilocks doses yeah physiologic doses that match the body's chemistry what is the amount of hormone your body should naturally make that's what we want that's part of the bioidentical model yes so the bioidenticals being plant-based hormones delivered in goldilocks doses that match the hormones your body makes and they're made in a lab they're not enti- you know they're made from soy or wild uh-huh. yam to be identical in structure and function to our own hormones. So when you take a bioidentical, and I'm saying this because a lot of women are still worried about hormones, Uh but a bioidentical is duplicating your body's own so that your body, you rub in a topical cream Mm -hmm. or put on a patch and your body says, hey, progesterone, I'm so happy. Welcome home. We know what to do with you. Yes. (laughs) We know where to put you. We know how to use you. When it's a synthetic hormone with all these, you know, different molecules added on and hydrogen atom things to that that allow the pharmacy to pharmaceutical companies to patent 
the drug, it becomes a drug, not, you know, not a therapy, really, not yeah. a natural therapy. So I think it's something women should insist on and that can, you, you know, and, and women, to a certain extent, we do need replenishment. It's sort of like there are how many amino acids, Jesse, natural, um, we have nine, nine essential. amino essential acids that our bodies don't make. We have to get them in the foods yes. we eat. There are certain depletions in the soil. Our soil is denatured. We can't get enough magnesium sometimes or selenium or some of these very key vitamins and nutrients. We have to get them in the foods we eat. So, mm -hmm. you know, when we get to a point where we're at, at menopause or we've been depleted for years, like someone like Jess who was under eating and, and didn't have, may I say, you know, you lost your period for a couple of years. Four it, years, yeah. It, wow. You know, this becomes a built, let's, we got to build back. Mm -hmm. And for a while with younger women, they may sometimes need to replenish and wake up their hormone receptors and say, uh -huh. hey, we need to get you back to work. And then Did the you want to touch on cortisol uh, as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Before you do, I just wanted to say that, again, with any of the bioidentical conversation, that the testing is so important so that people know where they lie. And I know in the mm -hmm. beginning we were saying we started the growth of our business with getting her on podcasts for younger women, but our we work with women of all ages. I wanted to make that clear. Yeah. And so, oh, you know, sure. but at any age, you might need some replenishment, but it does start with testing, so you know for sure. Yeah. Oh, always. We would never, it's Test always about tests don't guess. And, um, you know, I was just, I was thinking it, it, it's just, it's really a lot of women in menopause think, well, I'm in menopause, aren't I? I mean, my hormones are supposed to be low. I'm supposed to feel crappy all the time. Isn't this the way it is? And I always say, Hey, you know, a hundred years ago, we didn't live past 50. So it didn't matter. Now we're living to be 85, 90. Oh, don't we want to, sure. don't we want to be in the third act? Don't we want to have that third act and exactly. be cruising and I look should. gorgeous like the skin you've got on you at your <laughs> age, you. absolutely glowing and beautiful? Thank you. Why because I we said wanna... menopause, when I said menopause is the best thing that ever happened to me, it yeah. is because I believe I'm the healthiest I've ever been because I'm in the phase of menopause. And when I always say the phase of menopause, menopause is a phase of life you enter and stay in. That's mm -hmm. quite true. It you doesn't stay end. In it. You, it doesn't end. It's post-periods, post-ovulation. Exactly. So I have entered the phase of menopause, and I love it. <laughs> I believe it's the best phase of my life because I got to know what my body needed, what it will need for the rest of my life. I know how to recognize what I'm deficient in maybe or when I need to go back to testing and test something mm -hmm. and, and renew the test and check everything because, oh, I'm not feeling right here or I don't feel my best here. Or I'm well, you were just saying your testosterone is naturally high and you could get into trouble with taking too much DHEA that converts. Uh -huh. And that's another important point about testing. People who are using hormone supplements must test to monitor the effects of, you know, let's see how they're working for you. Exactly. Let's exactly. see. And we can look at the levels and say, hey, this is a little bit too high. Let's bring this down and, you know, get a bit more dim in here. You know, the, yeah. one of the hormones that lowers, I mean, one of the um, food substances that it's really cruciferous vegetables, dim, can help lower high estrogen. And we see high estrogen a lot in women. Uh -huh. But the fifth hormone I should talk about is cortisol. That's the one we we measure four, so that the kid actually has four tubes in it because cortisol being the master stress hormone is the hormone that is not only regulating blood sugar and insulin, it's regulating your sleep-wake cycle. It regulates the, it, it mobilizes the immune response. So and it's the get up and go hormone. So in the morning, it's supposed to be highest. So we want in that morning collection at home, 
you're collecting a morning sample, is your cortisol high? Are you feeling great? Most women are not waking up feeling rested. Uh So their cortisol is often low when it should be high in the morning and it's high at night when it should be low. Yes. But so we're looking for a curve, the diurnal curve that says high in the morning, dropping gradually, still got energy in the afternoon, hopefully. And then as the evening comes on, we're lowering, getting calm, preparing for sleep, and then it should be at its lowest level at night. And so we measure four times throughout the day to capture that picture, because that really helps us assess adrenal function. The adrenals are those tiny hard-working glands that make cortisol and adrenaline if you're running from the Taliban or a forest fire. Now, when you say measure saliva, Mm -hmm. yeah, I see. Uh Well, we we use, I'm in the saliva camp. There Mm -hmm. are a lot of other tests that are out there. There's urine testing. Blood testing is the standard blood draw doesn't tell you a lot about what's actually, because hormones, just to say this briefly, you know, they're bound to a red blood cell. So they're Uh not active, they're bound. They Mm -hmm. have to become unbound Mm -hmm. to become active. So when they become unbound, because you're in the gym working out, that's the best way to raise testosterone levels, doing strength training. Uh So the body's going, oh, she's in there, she's working out, we need a little spurt of testosterone. So there's some released from the bloodstream, it becomes unbound, goes into the tissue, and that's where we can capture it in salivary gland, capture this hormone that's doing its job at the cellular level. And then that is going to narrow the field between what the level is and what you're feeling like. I love this. I've always believed, just from experience, I guess, that saliva testing was the best it's got it, it every testing has its merits urine looks at metabolites the waste product of hormone metabolism but i think i feel like saliva is the easiest most non-invasive con- convenient and you can you know you can you can test at the optimal time you yeah. can't test at yeah. the optimal time when you have to go to the doctor at 3 p.m. yeah it doesn't help to know what your testosterone level is at 3 p.m. it's highest we want to know what it is in the morning yeah so we have to measure these things and and just doing the saliva it gives you so much information to begin with and it's already a challenge because un you know, unfortunately, a lot, we don't get this in sex ed, do we? No. Nope. Nope. You know, if it weren't for books like yours and people that are out there, you know, doing the work and being stroppy and brave and saying to their doctor, no, this isn't good enough. I'm not no. doing this. I'm going to find out. Um, and some of those doctors hate us for bringing them. I don't. The- <laughs> oh. But if it weren't for that, you know, we would be, we don't want to be victims. I we want to take charge here and we can do it. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So now practicing a healthy lifestyle is one of your fundamental teachings at Your Hormone Balance. And the core of a healthy lifestyle is, of course, hydration. So we do on every podcast a drink of the day. So I created one of our famous I've Got a Secret Spa Waters for this episode today. I'm calling it The Balanced Body. Ooh. And for all of you listeners, you can go to I've Got a Secret with RobinMcGraw.com and see a photo of our drink of the oh, day and the recipe. With this, I have a pitcher of filtered water, a half sliced cucumber, two sliced limes, mm. two sliced lemons, three sliced kiwis, and one packet of basil. Yum. You add all of the ingredients to your pitcher and let it sit for a minimum of two hours. And the longer, the better. Your delicious infused water will have you hydrated and happy all day long. So cheers, ladies. Cheers. cheers. Wow. Cheers. It's really, I feel instantly hydrated. Mm. Isn't I was it trying to pick up the flavor. It was it's the basil in there. I the love basil. Really I love making spa water. I do too. I do too. I feel like we're at the spa. I know. Me too. Yeah. It's a good reminder to jazz up oh, your water. That's so good. Oh yeah, it's been very warm today too. And to yes. and to drink oh, yes. enough water. And I to mean, drink talk about water. flushing out um, accumulated toxins, oh, many of which are too much hormone recirculating and not getting excreted. So, can you tell the listeners the difference between synthetic hormones and bioidentical hormones? Is bioidentical hormones are in your body for twenty four hours, correct? So that's why you can judge what your body needs and how much of it, as opposed to synthetic hormones, they go through your liver. So explain the difference between synthetic and bioidentical in that way. Well, I mean, it, it also has to do with delivery system. Uh-huh. So if you if you take a synthetic hormone, and most of them are oral, mm-hmm. then it you have to take a lot of hormone to get an effective dose because it's going to go through the fir- what they call the first pass. So the, through the liver, through the, through the gut, and then through the liver. And by the time you end up, what do you end up with? Do you end up with an effective dose? Maybe. Um, but you have to start out with a much higher dose mm-hmm. to get to that level that hopefully is working. And then you've got the liver being burdened yes. by this synthetic hormone, along with all the other things that are accumulating, because we're so exposed to these chemicals in our environment that act like hormones, hormone mimickers, endocrine disruptors, you know, the RBST in milk, the BPA in in the lining of tin cans. These things act, don't ask me how they do this, but they they can actually attach to a hormone receptor site and act like a hormone and overstimulate the cell. So that's what HRT will do because it's not natural to the body. It's a xeno. It's unfamiliar. It's not, the body doesn't know how to process it or where to put it or how to store it. And it stays in the body. It recirculates. And then it becomes a real issue. You get people with high levels and they actually have the symptoms of deficiency, but their levels show up high on a test report. Why is that? Because it's still, as you're Mm -hmm. questioning, it's still in the system. 
it's not breaking down. It's not natural. So it's not metabolized well. And hormones need to be metabolized. Yes. There are several pathways and there's some really very key pathways that we want those hormones going down because otherwise they can be being stored, recirculated, causing cancer risks mm -hmm. of all sorts for women. Um, bioidenticals, on the other hand, because they're fluid, they fit perfectly. If you think of a puzzle piece that yes. fits perfectly, if you think of, you know, the synchronized swimmers that were all swimming in the pedal, perfect pedal formation, you can't have one swimming off to the other side of the pool or diving down. We need these hormones to be in a certain kind of synchrony. And when you're using a natural hormone, as I was saying, your body recognizes it, knows what to do with it. It fits perfectly. It, the word is bind. It binds to the hormone receptor site, gets into the cell and flips those master switches that control our emotional, physical, mental lives, really. Yes. I always say hormones rule. I agree. I mean, they're fundamental. If, yes. we, or if we ignore that when, we're, when we have health issues and things that don't resolve persistent problems that have gone on for weeks, months, years, and we just think that's that's us you know my mom always had this and I yes. you know really no it's exactly it's so important to find out the hormonal history in your family I think it's just so important because our bodies were inherited we're the product of our parents and grandparents and so it's so important to find out your hormonal history if you can Mm -hmm. And change the narrative, you know, and to her point, it's yes, women. Oh, that was always my, oh, the case with my mom or, but there you can change the story. You can have your own life and relieve these symptoms. There's right. almost always something that can be done. That's right. And it doesn't relief. have to be a secret anymore. Like, oh, she's yeah. going through the change. Oh, yeah. I just, mm -hmm. oh, we better leave her alone. She's going through, like embrace it. Like, oh, yay, she's going through the change. Yeah. That's what I love about the way that you talk about it because yes. women so rarely hear that. Yeah. Celebrate it's something it. to be afraid of. Celebrate know? it. And I hope you're listening, Jess. Jess is my oldest and I had her when I was 37 and she, she's, she's one of those folks that these are hard days now and we're wondering, do we have kids? But hormonally, you know, there's, it's trying, I think a lot of women your age, can you speak to that, want to get their hormones in balance before they even contemplate well, yeah, I mean, I think so much of it is cha changing the narrative yes. of what we've been told. And of course, our biology comes into play. You don't yes. have forever. But I think that, yeah, there's a lot of messages out there, you know, words that have been used like geriatric pregnancy, you know, oh. when you're 34. Oh, and that just heavens. makes you feel like, you oh, know, you're too, you're getting too old and it's not possible for you. Oh. And so much <laughs> pressure. And I think, People, you know, make decisions before they're ready as a result um, or feel like they don't have the opportunity. And there's so much that you can do to prep and prime your fertility mm -hmm. through the foods that you eat, how you treat your body, how you treat yourself, how you speak to yourself. Yes. Um, if you are on hormonal birth control or you've come off of hormonal birth control, replenish your replenishing your body with the key nutrients that get depleted that have a huge role to play in fertility. And so a lot of women don't know about that, you know, things like magnesium and selenium and vitamin C and learning, okay, how do I find those in foods? And I think, you know, just how you are, it's like looking at it from this empowering, exciting perspective. And, you know, I get to add these things in and I get to take control of my health and I get to just do me. Uh -huh. And I don't, you know, I don't have to listen to what everybody else 
is saying is mm-hmm. not possible because, yes. you know, it is possible. It is possible. I can't find anything negative about being in menopause because I chose to embrace it. Mm-hmm. Because I yes. chose to embrace it and, Instead of and, fear and it. just Fight learn it. everything I could and apply mm-hmm. it in the most healthy way I could. Therefore, I am the healthiest I feel I could can be right now. And I have such a positive mindset about it. Yeah. It's like, we're all going to get there. Like you can't run from it. It is inevitable. Every woman will enter the phase of menopause. So it is why inevitable. not run towards it and embrace it and, and use it to be the healthiest, learn the most you can about your own body and be the healthiest that you can mm-hmm. so that you're like playing with your grandchildren and not too tired and just having the most fun you can Mm-hmm. Empty nest can be the most fun phase of your life. Just everything can be, just be positive about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad you're saying that because a lot of women I talk to dread the idea. I know. They dread the menopause. But you can't they, run from it. It's going to happen. Yeah. And a lot of women also think that they're done with menopause. They don't, what you were saying before about you're, you're always, you know, once you're post ovulation or post. Um, post-fertility years, you're, you're in menopause and many women think, well, I'm over that. So I don't really, why would I use replenish with bioidentical hormones or any hormones at all? And there's been a lot of worry about hormones. But menopause and hormones are not the same thing. Right. Menopause is a phase of life mm-hmm. and it changes. Mm-hmm. So your hormones change, your levels change, and exactly. you just have to always be on top of them. Right. And there are so many reasons, just like, it, I think it's just wonderful that the three of you have mm-hmm. this focus of life, this business together, because there are just so many areas that you can now, at your age, at different ages, mm-hmm. yes. you can focus on. Yeah, absolutely. Well, well sorry. I, don't don't, know no, go ahead. Other, I was going to say, it's just an exciting time too, because all of this cycle syncing and fertility awareness is kind of becoming more mainstream. And when I say when I was younger, we were younger, or when I first started getting her on podcast, there weren't really any, but there weren't many people talking about it. It's changing now, but the the cycle tracking apps and the awareness women can have about their own bodies, learning when you ovulate, you know, taking charge of your fertility. It's a superpower and it's actually so exciting. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's that's one thing that's just being brought to the surface now, I would say, and for, for younger women. But then, yeah, there's all these different pieces for each different age, the bioidenticals yes. or stress at any age is going to impact exactly. the hormones. Mm-hmm. So tell the listeners the name of your podcast. Oh, so we have – my sister and I have a podcast named The Solo 2.0 Podcast. And we talk a lot about health and hormones and our own stories that we have guests on. We do a lot of solo episodes. So a lot of what she was talking about, like cycle tracking and how to know when you're ovulating and, you know, why the menstrual cycle for women of reproductive age is now referred to as the fifth vital sign because it's that important. And just really helping people get more in tune with their own bodies and to break free from restrictive dieting. And to just really embrace their power as, you know, a woman. Yes. Um, And so, you know, it's really exciting and we're really passionate about it. And we've had our mom on our podcast a few Mm -hmm. times as well. And then she has her own podcast um, called Women Talking Frankly or WTF. WTF. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I With love the your nurse podcast. practitioner, my friend Kyle McAvoy, who's a nurse practitioner in Oregon who's seen 
14 patients a day for many, many years doing bioidentical. She's one. She actually went to bat at a hospital that told her they tried to shut her down from prescribing bioidentical hormones, and she went to bat. That's when I met her because she needed data. Uh-huh. And the studies are there. They're mostly European studies because, you know, it's hard to get funding for an independent study on bioidenticals. But we have, yep. some, we have some good ones out there. And our website... Um, has we have a whole scientific uh, resource section. In fact, I just interviewed a Dr. Kenneth Stevenson. She'd be great for you to interview because oh, she did that. an amazing study called the Choice Study, which is one of the. It's a landmark study showing the uh, the benefits on so many levels of bioidentical hormones. Oh, I would and we need love those. To we need all the studies we can get. Yes. Oh, I so agree. Can you talk about some success stories you've seen at your hormone balance. Jess might be the best person because our flow is that people test, they get our rebalancing educational guides. uh, And then those who talk to Jess, she often hears and sees the best testimony. We get testimonials all the time, but I think it's great because you get to see them through more of a process. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think one thing I hear all the time is just women feeling so grateful to be heard finally and to get to, you know, understand that they're, you know, to to feel validated. I'm not crazy. This isn't all in my head, you know. And a lot of times you do go into a doctor's office and you spend 15 minutes and, you know, you're never even asked how are you feeling. Yes. And so really having that interaction and feeling listened to and supported. Um, so that's a big one right off the bat. But then a lot of, you know, a lot of women who come from backgrounds of restrictive eating, over-exercising, burning the candle at both ends with so much stress in their lives, and actually being given permission to dial back on the exercise and to, you know, eat more food, uh-huh. and but just to learn what types of food, you know, um, are going to support their unique body and hormones, how to build a hormone balancing plate without restriction, and to feel like, okay, I... I'm doing these things that don't feel, you know, daunting. They don't feel restrictive. And I'm actually feeling the impacts, you know, of better energy, better sleep. You um, hear that a you lot. know, losing <sighs> weight, doing less, you know, high yes. intensity because so many women are just killing themselves uh-huh. at the gym and not seeing results. Um or, you know, doing every diet that comes along and not seeing results. Um, a lot of women who are getting their periods back that haven't had regular periods in Or normal years. periods. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, women that have had irregular periods that maybe come, you know, once every four months. Uh, women who have, you know, safely transitioned off hormonal birth control and are now, you know, feeling so much better because they have the support from us uh, for how to do that. Um, women who've gotten pregnant, who can't get pregnant, who could yeah, get pregnant. A lot pregnant. of women that have gotten gone pregnant. Wrong. Yeah, so many women that have gotten pregnant. Um, a lot of women who have cleared with up their skin. Yeah, a lot of women that have cleared up their skin. And then, yeah, women just, it's crazy to me how many women don't know anything about their menstrual cycle. So I help educate, you know, what are the four phases of the menstrual cycle? What are your hormones doing? And how can you support each phase with different types of food, Mm -hmm. different forms of movement, even different working styles, um, social styles? You know, there's certain phases where it doesn't make sense to go out and, you know, go to every work happy hour. It's going to drain you where there's other phases 
that that's great for you. Um, and so learning to live more cyclically for women of reproductive age and reaping the benefits in that way and just feeling so much better. So I don't know. Yeah, those, those are some of the main ones. I just mm-hmm. got off the phone with a client of ours who is like, I truly just feel like my life has been changed and I didn't have hope before. And now like I just feel like I have a whole new life. So oh. it really does make you emotional because – you know, we've all had our own hormonal imbalances. Uh It's not like we've always had perfect hormone, you know, we've had, I didn't have a period for four years. I had hormonal migraines, you know, Raya's had, um, you know, gut issues and different things. And I was scaring my children. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, we all had to rebalance and we all went through our family protocol and it worked for all of us. But it's a journey. It's a journey. It takes a bit, you know, it takes the testing. It takes some discussion. It takes some commitment to wanting to embrace this. You know, even for women that have been on birth control for ages, some of some will say, I kind of like not having periods. In a way, that's 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 a loss. Yeah, because that's your that's part of that female power. But that's also part of the education that yeah. exists that it's okay not to have a period. You know, yeah. when really yeah. it's not. So, yeah, I it's honestly why we do what we do is because it's so amazing to see these transformations and. We you know, we truly believe it in because we're so passionate. Yeah. And we, we do. We grow up it. with this shining example of someone who <laughs> is doing it. the work and then we each individually balance and now we've helped so many people. And I wanted to mention we've helped men too. We've had yeah. some really yes. sweet male clients because as you said, men have obviously have hormones too in Boy, different do amounts. They ever. They yeah. have, so we're looking, yeah, yeah and they've I got their too. own. I'm very glad. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yes, they do. Yes, yeah. they do. The andropause. Yes. That's another story. Yes. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I took birth control. I took it for one week and got off of it and I never took it again. Mm -hmm. So I feel like because my body never really had that birth control drug in it, that I transitioned into menopause very well. Uh, What do you think? Well, I think the birth control, I mean, I don't think, I know, birth control, the synthetic hormones in birth control are so very potent. And they can mimic hormone activity to such an extent that they take over. So they completely suppress the actual, they suppress ovulation and any natural hormone production. And it can take a long time for the ovaries to wake back up when, you know, the average person starts at 17 or 15, usually, interestingly, for reasons outside of contraception. An estimated 52% are on contraception without being sexually active. They're, they're on it for heavy yes. periods. They're on it for acne. They're on it for low libido, different reasons. And, and as they, some of them go for years because they're afraid to come off because, mm-hmm. and yet they don't realize they're creating such an imbalance yes. that is, and we do test people when they're on birth control. And even though what we're seeing is not exactly your true baseline hormone, but we're, we're, I think it's important to reveal to women who are on birth control, look at what your hormones look like when they are under the influence of these potent um, synthetics. Yes. And, you know, I, I do think someone as, I mean, you're, you're quite petite and you're lean and, you know, women who are lean have different hormonal issues. They Mm -hmm. can have bone loss more easily. Estrogen is really key in that. And, you know, to have been on a birth control pill, if you had been for someone like you, I can see you having all kinds of issues now at your age, which you don't, and not to mention estrogen that has been shut down. We're talking about 
you know, I was mentioning your skin is so beautiful. Thank you. There are more estrogen receptors in the skin of the face than on anywhere else in the body. So the face is full of, you know, these estrogen receptors wanting to use a proper amount of estrogen to keep your skin hydrated and elastic and plumped up and looking radiant. And when women start getting you know, premature wrinkling and all of that, that's, that's an estrogen issue. And often it is, you know, you see these younger women, they're only 42 or 38 or whatever, and they've already got wrinkles. Uh And, Mm -hmm. you know, so you're sitting here with lustrous hair, great skin, sparkling, you you know, and I I would agree. I would say, yeah, absolutely good for you. And you're a rare bird in that too. I love that. So growing this business together must be so rewarding, Candace. How incredible is it to share this passion with your daughters? It's pretty incredible since, as I said, they used to run screaming from the room if I said anything about hormones. <laughs> I but it. I think that they experienced um, the transformation in their mom yeah. because it was them. It was for the love of them that I said, I've got to get a handle on this. And I changed oh. so much, didn't I? I mean, you I saw me change. Yeah. And and I think that was always in their minds. And then they just had to get a little older and go, and you know, Jesse's goes on about the hip hop dieting. I didn't even know that was going on. Hip hop dieting. Yo-yo call? dieting. So yo-yo dieting, I think of it is. But I, I mean, call it if that's a diet. You know, it's probably everything. a diet. Yeah. But you know, you don't know your kids go off to college. You yeah. don't know what they're going through. They have to go through their own stuff and have their own, yeah. make their own way. And then as you were saying, you came back to channel, which is very, that's very, so um, yeah you know, pleasing to me to think. And I have a lot of women friends that say, you are so lucky to have your, I don't know. It's a wonderful thing. But, I love it. But I think they're seeing, and they they picked up on the fact that this is something important for our, our age group too, when it yes. became important to them. Yes. So it is, it's very rewarding, gratifying. What can I say? I mean, I'm yeah. just, I'm just amazed. I'm at, thrilled for you. Yeah. I am thrilled for you and yeah. for them. We and for the and it's a future. World. You know, I'm kind of withdrawing. I'm getting into my mid seventies. I'm going to go live in England for half a year now. I'm just oh. tri- I'm going to do some. We'll do some con. I always help with the content and the re- and I'll do still some consults. But we're growing because of these two. I love it because they know how to grow it. They're yes. developing it and growing it. They yes. know how to grow it given social media and how yeah. you reach people now and what oh. the issues are for for the future generations who yes. are going to make this world a better place to live. Right. Well, lucky, uh, lucky everyone out there because uh, this is such an important topic. I'm so happy that you have <laughs> come to talk about it and that that you have these beautiful daughters to walk in your path and spread the word. Well, what an inspiration! Where there's a lot of imbalance in the world in yes. general and yes. in humans and in you know so many aspects of our society. And what a goal to want to try to be in balance. I agree. You know, you start with yourself. Yes, don't you? I agree. And I. I have two sweet, precious daughter-in-laws and now two granddaughters. And so I am so excited to share everything I believe in. And I'm so glad to have met your two daughters because I'll share everything with right. my daughter-in-laws and, and I think everyone else I can. Wouldn't we like to offer a test kit? Um, oh. To your listeners at you. You're oh, you the, mean a discount? Uh, yeah, a yeah. code to use. Oh, yeah. oh I mean, wonderful! Could, yeah, I mean, we could probably do a giveaway too. We uh, hadn't planned that, but we can always do a discount code for. That's what I meant. Fifty dollars oh, off so any of our testing and rebalancing no. packages uh, with whatever code you want that to be. Oh, 
I love that. Well, let's make the code secret. Secret. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Just to, just to encourage people. And we're expanding oh. our services beyond testing and rebalancing. We've got a, we already have our course and we're going to be doing, you know, we have more partnerships in the work with other practitioners and health coaches. And we just want to bring people support, the ability to have someone to talk to. If you already have, you know, test results that we can work with, yes. you know, we want to help you there too. So yeah. yeah, there's a lot of growth ahead. So. We've come to a place in the podcast that I insisted we do two things with every <laughs> podcast, drink of the day and game of the day. So uh-huh. how do y'all feel about playing games? Love yeah. games. I love games. <laughs> so we created this game for this podcast topic, and it's called All in the Family. Hey. <laughs> so I just love that you three are so close, and the <laughs> bonds between mothers and daughters are so important. I thought it would be fun to read some prompts, and you all have to decide which one of you three best fits the description. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love it. Okay, so number one, which one of you three takes the longest to get ready? <laughs> Either of us. Both of them. Either of us. She's staying staying with me right now, and I'm like, I might actually take longer than you. I don't know. Mm. Well, that's so funny, listeners. Jess immediately pointed to mom, Candace. (laughs) Or were you pointing to both of them? It took a second. I knew I had to pick someone, but yeah, I would say Well, we're we're slow. We don't, like, do our makeup or take long to do anything like that. We just are slow. They like to take their time. (laughs) We like to lay around. (laughs) And I hate to rush. I am. I don't like to rush either. I am rushing. Yeah. I like that's that's so I guess. <laughs> that's so cute. Okay. Number two. Who is most likely to share a secret they weren't supposed to tell anyone? <laughs> oh, mom. Mom just got two fingers pointed yeah. at her. Mother blurts things yeah. out. Was I supposed to say that? Oh, was I not supposed to yeah. do that? I probably did that yeah. today. I don't know. That's so cute. I'm good that's at so it. <laughs> I love it. Nothing terrible, though. Well, no. when I said, Tove fell up, I went home. He said, you should do a podcast. You'll, you, I think you'd love it. And he goes, you just have to think of a name, da-da-da. So I went home one day, a few days later, and we were sitting there having dinner. And I said, oh, I thought of a name for my podcast. He goes, what is it? And I said, well, you have to be looking at me when I tell you. And so he <laughs> looks over, and I went, I've got a secret. Yeah. And he went, oh. I said, yes, it's about telling secrets. It's like having a secret. And it doesn't matter what the topic is, a secret maybe your grandmother or mother or friend shared with you that's mm-hmm. important that yeah. you should share. Mm-hmm. So, Such a good idea. Really I loved good it. Idea. Mm-hmm. Okay, number three. This question is for Candace. Mm. Which one of your daughters broke the most rules growing up? Oh, really? Ryan. Well, you're the naughty <laughs> little sister. Growing up, I feel like as a child I was naughty, but just oh, I was will the say I that, took the cake on that. Yeah. Do oh, how funny! So? See, I didn't know. I mean, <laughs> going to clubs. <laughs> like, <laughs> what about? Do you not remember all the things? <laughs> yeah, I went to yeah. clubs. You need to have your hormones had... checked, Bob. Your memory, your your recall. I was, is yeah. I was out of balance during that time. <laughs> That's I didn't right. have a memory. Okay, so which of you three gives the best advice? Ooh, that's gonna be a hard one. That is a hard one because we give each other, I think, yeah. great advice. Well, I, 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 Jess is a coach, you know, so that's Gosh. like her expertise. Jess is really good at, you know, in fact, the other day I called you because I needed you to give me some advice. I, I do, but I, I talk to both my girls. They help me think, think, I think we all think things through, but Jess yeah. is very practiced in the art. But I do feel of like. Of giving helpful, useful, actionable 
Well, thank you. Advice. I just feel like we do all support each other and I can't imagine not having them because Mm -hmm. anytime I do need to talk through something, I feel like they're my first. Oh, that's And Ryan and I spend a lot of time together. So we walk, we talk through a lot together and I just really feel like she's my best friend in the world. I'm not sure if we're supposed to answer yes or no or just point or give you this life story here, but. We can cut some of it out. (laughs) I love that. I love that. How far apart nature are you? Sisters. Three. Oh, that's yeah. so wonderful. Yeah, three years. <laughs> and it was good when I had the when I had Ryan because then I realized comings and goings of life. We got sisters. That's great. Oh, I just <laughs> love it. I love it. Which one of you three is most likely to take forever to make a decision? Hmm. I I would say I I feel like I'm very indecisive, especially lately. I I don't know. I would might be me. I don't know. Yeah, what you would maybe say. that's a hard question for me. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you. I think yeah. right now all three of you are having a hard time. I guess. Yeah. yeah. We're all being indecisive. <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe it's all of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they were born in England and in England there is a, and I lived there a long time and there is a way of answering a question like that, that where people will, instead of making a decision, they'll say, if there's a choice point, they'll say, I don't mind. So they'll kind of not take the decision, yes. deferring to other people. Yeah. And it, it's kind yes. of a, an issue about being polite yeah. or civilized. Yeah. And I think maybe that's, that's oh, where I... Oh, I can remember that. I don't mind. I don't mind. <laughs> you go ahead. Yeah. I like you go ahead. But mm-hmm. it, it's an absent... It's it's not a decision. Yeah. It's not making a decision. But then I guess not making a decision is making a decision. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, oh, I hear that a lot from yeah. my husband. <laughs> well, that's still a decision. I got Right. Okay. So Candace, which daughter falls in love the hardest? Oh, well, I think, um, gosh, I think they both have, but Ryan has a kind of Romeo and Juliet story. Well, I've only uh, really had one true love, so yeah, I haven't really that's... fallen in love any other time. Oh, you haven't? No. No, no you never. Okay, so she's probably. She's the one with all the boy in the boyfriends Jesse in the past. Had, yeah. But not like, lo- like you, I don't know if you were in love. No. No, little flings here and there. And Aww. then I've been with my husband 11 years, and she's been with her fiancé 11 years, too. Oh, so. And they're getting married yeah. next year, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I was going to say, is when's I the know. wedding? Yeah. I know. We're, 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 like, so solid, but we bought a house during COVID, and we were kind of like, the wedding can wait. And yep, yep. I, I – I don't know. I, yeah. I worked in the wedding industry. Yeah, and it's I was like, like it, yeah, if you don't need the wedding, you don't yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you've been married 11 years and you've been together. Well, we've been years. married seven years, together 11 years. That's but beautiful. yeah, it's so crazy. I remember thinking when people were together a decade, that seemed like forever and it just yeah. flies. I know. Yeah. I know. My husband and I have been married 45 years. Wow. And wow. Congrats. I, I just can't believe it sometimes. Yeah. And then yeah. sometimes it seems like dog years. No. Yeah. We'll edit that out. But. <laughs> she and my dad have been together 42. 42 years. 42. And we've yeah. been we were lately getting on each other's nerves during COVID. And I remember one night saying to him, do you think this relationship has run its course? Oh. And then, so funny. And then he was, well, I think, well, should I get an apartment in Portland? And I said, oh. sure. Yeah. And leave me here by myself. And then he said, well, I'm going to be gone all day tomorrow. And he was gone all day, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, because I was serious." Uh, <laughs> I've always back. told up. If you ever leave me, I'm going with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's great. Right. Yeah, just just beware. Yeah. If you ever leave me, I'm, I'm going with you. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Like he says, "Leave you." Yeah, <laughs> you guys are adorable. Never. So cute. So, and I'd love to end with Ryan and Jess both giving us one adjective to describe their mom. Oh. 
Oh, that's hard. I think generous. And I don't just mean that like mm. generous as in she buys things. I think just very generous with her time and her knowledge. And she always wants to treat us, whether it's, <laughs> you know, buying us little things just because she's thinking about us or, it's you fun. know, helping our clients, you know, genuinely caring. So I think, you know, being in her 70s and still wanting to help other women, I feel like Aww. that's pretty generous. <laughs> I love that. I hope so. I love Thank you. Yeah. I don't know if this is the best adjective, but I think what came to mind first was force. Like, I just feel like you're a force. You're mm-hmm. multi-passionate, so funny, so <laughs> sociable, smart, all of these things, you know, just a force to, to be reckoned with and such a force in our lives. Mm-hmm. And, and together, you know, that's the impact we're trying to, to help other women too. But she started all of this. I love you know. mm-hmm. a generous force. Thank yeah. you for yeah. asking that question. You're welcome. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah. This has been a beautiful oh, time you. to spend together, and I love it. And sadly, that brings us to the end of the episode. But now before we wrap up, I have one more question for mm-hmm. all of you. Can you each share one major secret, something you've learned along the way from friends or family that can help our secret squad members live their most fulfilled lives? I guess I'll start. So I think of this maybe not from friends and family, but it's kind of the phrase of slow and steady wins the race. I feel like from career to your health habits to so much in life, it's playing the long game. It's going slow and not looking for the quick fix and not hurrying and not because it generally doesn't end up in the best place, you know, just being patient. I love that. I would say. The process. Trusting the process and trusting yourself. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And I would say, um, I remember when I was about 12, I I had a difficult relationship with my dad. And I remember going to my piano lesson, being in a really bad space. Uh And I was just kind of young. And my piano teacher, I, I think I told her how I was feeling. And she said something to me around that, you know, the way you experience your life is the way you react to it, to things. And you have the choice of how you react to things. And I I remember, you know, being at 12, not, I was struck by that. And I've, I've just, it's been a mantra for me my whole life. And it's, it just dovetails totally in with what you've been saying that I, instead of, you know, dreading the menopause, I embraced it. I learned everything I could about myself and I reacted to it. Your reaction to menopause has caused you to become the healthiest woman you know, or the healthiest Mm -hmm. you know yourself to be. And that's a perfect example, I think, of, you know, a it's a, I remember this woman saying to me, let me tell you a little secret. (gasps) You know, it's how you react to things in life. So, (gasps) so it, it really does, it does work. It's like night and day, isn't it? it. And we get to decide. Choice. Yeah. And mine is, I think a lot of us kind of struggle with imposter syndrome sometimes and the comparison game. Whether that's in business or, yeah, maybe your health journey. Maybe you're listening to us and thinking, oh, I'll never be there. You know, how you know how have they reached this point? They love, you know, being in menopause or, you know, being at the stage in life where they are and feeling good. I think we tend to just compare ourselves so much to other people. And I know that I did that a lot when I was a new health coach. And so I remember seeing just an Instagram post that said um, – basically I'm paraphrasing, but stop thinking that everyone has it figured out. 
we're all just figuring it out as we go. And because I think sometimes you see celebrities or influencers and people with their businesses and they seem so ahead of the game. And so it's just, you know, it reminded me to not compare, you know, my day one to someone else's day 5,000 and to just really focus on doing me. And so just – it's great to get advice from other sources, but then just kind of put the blinders on and focus on yourself. I and love that. The gifts that you offer and bring to the world. That's beautiful. So that's helped me a Comforting. lot. Comforting. So now please tell the listeners where to find each of you and your business online. Well, it's yourhormonebalance.com. We've got an active Instagram at yourhormonebalance. And my personal is Rye Birch. I don't really use it very often. <laughs> um, I'll let Jess share her. Um, I'm at Body Bliss by Jess. And there I post just a lot of fun and educational reels. I also have superfood latte blends um, that are sugar-free, plant-based, and really hormone-supportive. And so you can so find good. that on my website at bodyblissbyjess.com. That's wonderful. A great alternative for caffeine, which yes. is a stressor when you drink too much. Yeah, I've got like five yes. different flavors now. The so I'll have to, has... I'll have to, I should have brought, I'll have to bring you some. Oh, I'll send yes. you some. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yes. The latest thank one has you. turmeric in it, right? Mm-hmm. Which it's a golden chai. It's enough important. of. So it's anti inflammatory. Yes, it's so important for the body. Yeah. yeah. And I'll just say for me, um, I'm on all of these things, but uh, Women Talking Frankly is my, we only have 30 episodes, but they're good. And a lot of women are listening and we get some great guests and it's all about, it's all about hormones. <gasps> oh, um, I love and, it. And with a big emphasis for women of a certain age. <laughs> Wonderful. And Secret Squad, visit yourhormonebalance.com and use the coupon code SECRET for $50 off. I hope everyone is motivated to test their hormones after listening to this. And head on over to I've Got a Secret with RobinMcGraw.com for photos, recipes, and blogs. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.